1: I want to start with Mark Adams at Texas Tech having a bad day. He's been suspended by the school and the athletic department for calling an inappropriate, unacceptable, and racially insensitive comment toward one of his players. According to the school, the coach encouraged the player to be more receptive to coaching and reference Bible verses about workers, teachers, parents, and slaves serving their masters. Jeez. Adams apologized when he found out the player was upset about his use of the Bible verse. The AD Kirby Hokut was made aware of it. He gave Adams a written reprimand, then decided to suspend him to conduct an inquiry of Adams' interactions with his players and staff and how he treats them. Texas Tech has had a nightmare season they finished the regular season with a home loss to Oklahoma State on Saturday, their third straight loss. They started 10 and 2, but then they went 5 and 13 in Big 12 play and 16 and 15 overall. They faced West Virginia in the first round of the Big 12 tournament on Wednesday. He's been under pressure from people with money around the program because of their terrible season. Thing is, he signed an extension last spring that runs through 26-27. And it's going to pay him $15.5 million over five years. If he were fired without cause, he gets 60% of it, which would be more than $7 bucks. He went to Texas Tech, graduated in 79. He's been a coach there since 2016. He was an assistant under Chris Beard, and then he replaced Beard. He spent two seasons as the director of basketball ops under Tubby Smith at Tech from 2013 to 2015. He's coached in college in Texas for over 30 years and now it sounds like they're trying to find a way to get rid of him and they've found it. Let's see if they do him eventually here. How about FDU Fairleigh Dickinson? They were the first team to get a ticket to the dance on Saturday and they did it without even winning their conference tournament. You see Merrimack, the number one seed in the Northeast Conference still in the midst of a four year reclassification process, whatever that is, going from D2 to D1. They weren't eligible for the NCAA tournament. And that's kind of ridiculous. The NEC announced last summer they'd allow them to participate in the conference tournament. But winning the regular season title meant that the championship game runner-up would advance to the NCAA tournament should the Warriors make it to the title game, and that's what happened. Merrimack beat Sacred Heart in the first semi on Saturday, So that meant the winner of the second semi between Fairleigh Dickinson and St. Francis of PA, the game was played in Teaneck, New Jersey. The winner of that game would earn the bid, and Fairleigh Dickinson did it. The number two seed in the tournament knocked off the three seed St. Francis by 20. Dimitri Roberts led the way with 18. Now listen to this. Merrimack and Fairleigh Dickinson are still going to face each other in the tournament championship game tomorrow night at 7 o'clock. It's on ESPN, too. What a season for Tobin Anderson, the first-year coach at FDU. He took over a team that went 4-22 and 22 last year. He was at Division II St. Thomas Aquinas since 2013. Then he took over FDU, and they had a 15-win improvement. Wow, that is crazy. So FDU is in no matter what happens. Now let's talk about Miami. They got the number one seed in the ACC but they share the title in the conference with Virginia. Laranega was cutting down the nets on Saturday in Coral Gables. They got it done. Wooga Poplar had six three-pointers for 18 points as 16th-ranked Miami. Got the number one seed in the ACC tournament with a two-point win over number 25 Pitt. It was in South Florida. And Miami's now 24-6, 15-5 in the conference. They share the title with Virginia, which clinched their half of the crown with a 15-point win over Louisville on Saturday. Laronega said, we want a marathon, and that's what the ACC is, a marathon, and we want it. The Cavaliers, meanwhile, cut down the Nets in Charlottesville after their game. They're going to be the number two seed in the conference tournament behind the Canes. They were picked fourth, the Canes, in the league's preseason poll. And they beat Virginia in the team's only meeting. It's the sixth time the Cavaliers have finished with at least a share of the title in 14 seasons under Tony Bennett. So they lost consecutive games at B.C. and North Carolina, but they closed the regular season with home wins against Clemson and Louisville. Bennett said the last two games were a step in the right direction. Miami's first number one seed in the ACC tourney since 2013. Laranega said the HCC tournament is our next goal. We've got to get focused on that. What about the Southeast Missouri State win? They took the Ohio Valley Conference bid and got into the tournament. Chris Harris had 26. Phil Russell had 21, including the game's last seven points. As the five-seed Southeast Missouri State beat Tennessee Tech in overtime on Saturday night by seven Israel Barnes had 16 of his 19 after halftime for Southeast Missouri State. They won four games in four days, including a big 65-57 win over the top seed. Moorhead State in the semis on Friday to seal their first trip to the dance since 2000. So let's talk about what happened among the elite on Saturday. Number 14, UConn, went to Philly and roughed up Nova 71-59. The Huskies, 24 and 7 now, 13 and 7 in the Big East. Nova fell to 500 in conference play. They're one game over, 500 overall. Kentucky, ranked 23rd, went to Fayetteville and handled Arkansas 88 79. Violent game to Schwebe getting into it with several Arkansas players throughout, especially early in the game. He got. A flagrant one, he got tacked up, but it didn't matter. The Wildcats won it. I thought Reeves, the guard for Kentucky, was an absolute badass. He had 37 points. Kentucky 12-6 and 6 in the SEC. Arkansas fell to 8-10 in conference play. Number two, Alabama went to A&M to see the 24th-ranked Aggies. a beat them by six. 67-61 Aggies. Buzz Williams' team. 15 and 3 in the SEC. Of course, Bama 16 and 2 atop the conference. Your boy Taylor the Fourth for A&M had 28 points. He went off. Kansas and Texas hooked up. The number 3 Jayhawks and number 9 Longhorns were in Austin, but it was all Texas. 75-59 over KU. Rice had 23 and 7 boards for Texas. Wilson at 23 and 10, the double double for the Jayhawks. They're 13 and 5 in the Big 12. Texas 12 and 6. Number 8, Arizona, went to number 4, UCLA at Pauley Pavilion Saturday night. 82 73, Bruins win it. They're 18 and 2 in the Pac 12. The Cats fell to 14 and 6. Arizona's 25 and 6 overall. UCLA 27 and 4. Haquez had a double double, 22 and 10 for the Bruins. The big fella Tabellis, 24 and 10, the double double for Arizona. How about St. John's? They gave number six Marquette a scare at five serve in Milwaukee, but Marquette got it done. 96-94 was the final. Marquette 17 and 3 in the Big East. The Johnny 7 and 13 in conference play. Iowa State with a stunner. They went to Waco and whacked Baylor 73 58. The Bears didn't show up to play on their home floor. Holmes had 16 and 7 for Iowa State, and they had been playing miserable basketball of late, but that is a gigantic quad one win. Number 11, Kansas State lost by eight at West Virginia to Huggy Bears, Mountaineers, 89-81, the final. Matthews had 20 points, six boards, and four steals for the Ears. Number 12, Tennessee went to Neville to take on Auburn, and Auburn beat them by nine. Green had 24 for Bruce Pearl's Auburn Tigers and the balls fell to eleven and seven in the SEC. Auburn ten and eight. Both of them uh, have great records, though. Tennessee twenty two and nine. Auburn twenty and eleven. Wyoming went to the Viejas at San Diego State to take on the Aztecs, ranked eighteenth in the country. They're fifteen and three now in the Mountain West. After San Diego State won by seventeen. Ladie had 21 and 8 boards for the Aztecs in the win. They're 24 and 6 overall. Butler went to the Cintas in the Queen City and lost to Xavier, 78 66. The Musketeers got it done. Jones had 20 and 8 boards for him. They're 23 and 8 and 15 and 5 in conference play in the Big East. Seton Hall went to Providence to face the 20th ranked Friars. And Seton Hall beat their ass 82-58. to How about the Pirates? They got it done. Davis, the guard, had 24 to lead the Hall. And TCU went to Oklahoma in Norman and got popped by the ugly Sooners by 14. 74-60 was the final. TCU loses on the streets. Groves had 23-10. The double-double for the Sooners. Yesterday, number one, Houston was on the road in Memphis saw Beale Street at the FedEx Forum. Houston won it by a bucket, 67-65. And how about number 21, Maryland? They got stunned at the buzzer on a tip-in by Penn State in Miserable Valley, 65-64. to Tonight you got gigantic games in the WCC semifinals. BYU against St. Mary's in the Orleans in Vegas. Same spot for San Francisco and number 10 Gonzaga late night. The first game's at 9 o'clock tonight on ESPN. The other one, 11.30 East on the Deuce. There's all kinds of games. Big Sky Quarters, Horizon Semis, Summit Semis. CAA semis, Southland second round, Big Sky Quarters, and the SOCON championship game.
0: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and not or see what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
1: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem says uh, you did it You stumped this charming devil